This program is brought to you by Bobbleway Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. I've read quite a bit of research that says that the journey was somewhere between 50 and 70 miles, but it wasn't an easy 50 to 70 mile walk to, from Moab to Bethlehem. It was up a steep terrain at about a 2,000 foot slope. They had to carry water, food, and, and at one point they had to cross the Jordan River at its lowest point, of course, but still an average of 60 miles. It's estimated that due to the slope and the challenges of the journey, it took Naomi and Ruth seven to ten days to make it to Bethlehem. And while some would say, well, that's a quick journey today, it was much more challenging then before clear roads were built. And walking 60 miles on flat terrain, well, that doesn't sound easy to me. It sounds like a lot of steps. Now, it's estimated that Naomi was around 50 to 60 years of age. That's around how old I am now. And I'm sure that she was probably much more fit than I am. She was used to the condition. But still, that's a long walk. And as you know, Naomi's decision to walk that was a, a personal one. Her husband and her sons died. She didn't belong there in Moab, so it was time for her to go home. To go home to Bethlehem. And you'll recall the heart-wrenching account in the book of Ruth, in chapter 1, verse 8 through 18, where we hear Naomi tell her daughter-in-laws to return to their family, to return to their gods, that she has no other sons to give them. She has no more children. She's going to have no more children. And she's just going to go home. Then there are the details that are exchanged between Ruth and Naomi after Orpah agrees to return to her family. She hugs Naomi, kisses her, and she leaves but not Ruth. And here's where we have that famous or, you know, maybe the most recognized part of the book of Ruth. It's verses 16 and 17, where Ruth tells Naomi, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And whither thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. Whether thou diest, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. That's a beautiful thing that she said to, to Naomi, the commitment that she made. And Naomi sees that Ruth is committed. And so the first part of verse 19, Naomi says, or God says, so they, the two went until they came to Bethlehem. That's it. The two went until they came to Bethlehem. That short part of his sentence was somewhere around 60 miles of sloping terrain and somewhere around 126,000 footsteps taken on that journey from seven to 10 nights sleeping on the ground. 126,000 steps. And we don't know anything about what they said to each other, if anything, on any part of that trip. You know, I've wondered, did Ruth lead the way, making sure Naomi had an easier climb? Did she point out rocks or encourage her to be careful? 
keeping an eye out for her mother-in-law, where were there tears, silent tears shed, and sobs that could not be silenced in the night when they tried to rest from the day's walk and remembered all that they had lost? Or was there a comfortable silence between them, a silence that only someone that knows that kind of grief can fill, knowing the other understands? Because you see, these two women who walked on this journey together that were just so connected, they had a lot in common. See, each had experienced the death of a husband. Naomi, a husband of decades. While Ruth, she may have only been married a few years. Perhaps they just started their life together. Perhaps they had just started kind of building and thinking about their dreams and their hopes for the future. But both of them had lost that. Both had experienced the loss of children. And really, both of them had. You know, Naomi's had two sons that died, and she experienced that. There were no more children to be raised, she said. There was no more for her. But also Ruth. I mean, maybe you haven't considered this possibility, but, but by Ruth committing to Naomi her life to go with her to Bethlehem, to, to turn over her life to whatever was going to happen with Naomi to live with her forever and care for her for the remaining years of Naomi's life. That was a commitment to a people she did not know and a woman who could not provide a husband for her. And in essence, children. So that dream of children, the possibility of being a mom, well, those may have died with her sacrifice also to walk on this grief journey with Naomi. And we don't know what these two women talked about, if anything at all, on that 50 to 75 miles. You know, God doesn't tell us. There are more important priorities to be reported in this book of Ruth. You know, after that walk ended, the coming together of the house of David and the Moabite woman to continue the promise of our salvation. But all of that started with that walk. But you know what's also interesting is that Naomi didn't ask Ruth to go. Naomi would have, have, would have had to make the journey on her own, traveling alone, carrying all of the burdens by herself. But Ruth chose to walk every step of the way until they reached the other side together. And the scriptures are silent about that walk. But I believe in that silence, there's just so much that can be said about about walking with. You know, there's something extra special about a companion who's willing to walk with us. Just to step out, to help us see the rocks, encourage us to make the climb, shining the light on the path when it seems darkest, reminding us that the journey, this journey that we're on, isn't forever reminding us that this life isn't all that we have, that this path that we're on leads someplace else. And with each step, the next step, and and the one after that, the thousands after that, with each one of them, that we're getting closer to our destination, they assure us that we can make it because they're walking with us, beside us, until we reach that other side. You know, Paul knew that. 
He had Silas, he had Timothy, he had Titus, Gaius, Rufus, he had Aquila and Priscilla. All of those, they walked with him. They, they encouraged him. They fed him when he needed it. They even sang with him when he worshipped. And they rejoiced with him when his walk was done. You know, even our Lord, he needed that companionship. He, he asked Peter and John and James to walk with him over the ravine of Kidron into the garden. And there he asked them to keep watch with him because he was deeply grieved. Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 through 38. Mark chapter 14, verse 34. Jesus asked them to pray while he walked a stone's throw away, while he prayed, because that climb was steep, and that journey would be a challenging one. Ruth is an amazing book. The fulfillment of prophecy and a walk. Isn't it interesting that we don't know what was said on that seven-day journey that covered 50 to 60 miles that was made up of over 126,000 steps? We just don't know. And maybe it doesn't matter. But we know that the comfort of a friend the willingness of someone to walk beside us when they or we can't fix it. Because sometimes the fixing isn't possible. But it's the walking beside that can make the difference in getting there. You know? Getting to the other side. And getting to hope. Like for Naomi and Ruth. And because of their walk that they made, ultimately, for us. And it is for this, that we are willing to make that journey, to take the walk with someone who needs us. It is for this, that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.